Parshas Ekev, the first Aliyah Rishon, starts with a very famous Rashi. The Torah says that if you will listen to the mitzvos and keep and follow them, then Hashem will um, keep His half of the promise uh, that He will be Shomer Habris, that He'll be keeping the covenant. So, what is it that it, that we have to do? Rashi over here says the word Ekev can mean a heel. And it's referring to what we would say are quote-unquote small mitzvahs. Mitzvahs she'adam dash ba'keva, mitzvahs that a person might trample underfoot, treating them as if they're not significant. If we're careful about even those mitzvahs, then Hashem says, I'll keep my side of the covenant. And that includes a tremendous, tremendous blessing in our children, in our flock, in our wealth, and etc. The The Rashi points out that the that has that the Torah calls your flocks Ashtaros Tonecha. Um, Ashtaros Rashi says is a term of wealth because it's the properties that gives dividends. And Hashem says, and not only that, I will give you health. You won't have any of the sicknesses, all of the pains and suffering that that you found that Egypt suffered, that the Mitzrayim suffered. You won't have. It says says the the Torah. Not only that, remember. Remember, you have nothing to fear as you move forward um, when you've kept your part of the covenant. You keep yours, Hashem's keeping kids. You'll have nothing to fear. Remember what Hashem did, and this is, of course, something that we're expected to do all the time. The Torah tells us that when, when you're worried about what's going to happen, remember Hashem's ability. Remember how He turned water into blood and staffs into the staff, into the snake and all the plagues and etc. Not only that, Hashem says when we're coming to conquer the land of Israel, I'm going to do a miracle. I'm going to send the tzirah bug. I'm going to send a special bug which will go ahead of you and attack your enemies so that when you get there, they'll be already basically dead. And then the Torah says an interesting thing. And this, Rashi says, is actually a bad thing, which is that Hashem says, I'm going to conquer them slowly, slowly, so that the land won't be desolate when you come into it. Now, Rashi says this really is a sign of the fact that the Jews will sin, because if, if, if everything was good, it wouldn't matter. The animals wouldn't be a problem, wouldn't be dangerous for us. And the fact that Hashem says, I'm going to conquer the land slowly so that the animals don't um, make it a dangerous place, taking over is actually an indication of when, when the Jews sin, then, I, then we need to always have populated areas that the animals should stay away and it shouldn't become a dangerous place. Um, the Torah reminds us over here, make sure that as you conquer the land of Israel, destroy it, burn down all of their all of their idols, all of their houses of worship and etc. Don't, God forbid, don't chas v'shalom get caught up in it because then you will become um, you will become caught up in it. And that would be a disaster. Rashi over here comments that there's a note um, about finishing mitzvah. Sometimes we start a project and don't finish it. And we're called upon over here. There's a note over here where Rashi says, make sure that if you started a mitzvah, finish it. The Jews, the Jewish nation brings Yosef's bones to be, to be buried in the land of Israel. Moshe was the one who had started, who had brought them out of Egypt, but he doesn't get credit for it because he wasn't able to finish the mitzvah because he doesn't come to the land of Israel. And we have a note here from that, a lesson and that unless you finish a mitzvah, you don't get the credit for it. See things through to the end. Well, I shouldn't say you don't get credit, but it's called the, the it's given the name of, of the Jewish people. Not, it's not called as a, on Moshe as Moshe's project. The Torah over here says you have to remember that when Hashem 
um, gives us a struggle. It gives us what we would call a test. It's exactly that. Just like a parent might test their child's development, Hashem tests us to see if we're going to follow, if we're going to believe, because we know that it's Him, because we know that He takes care of us, because we know that He loves us. He says, look, I took care of you in the desert. I gave you the manna, and I gave you clothing. Miraculously, Rashi tells us the clothing grew with them. They didn't need to make new clothing, and they were cleaned by the Ananiya Kava, the clouds of glory, cleaned them. Hashem took such good care of you. Do you remember that? This aliyah ends with two very, very special notes. One is the fact that when you come into the land, that you will eat, be satisfied, and bless. And that is what we call them. That is the source, biblical source for the mitzvah, Birkat Mazon, is the four blessings uh, that we need to say af- after we eat bread. The, the, um, in the big picture, that's part of a discussion of the praise of the land of Israel, the praise of the seven special fruits of the land of Israel, and a beautiful glowing description that the Torah gives of how special the streams and the mountains and everything about the land of Israel is. And that needs to, of course, be the, the feeling and the emotion that we have. The Torah says it's such a beautiful, special place. We need to enjoy and treasure it.